Tzachim daf mem, last line of Laman Tassim Abayz, Amr of Yasef Leilichlet in his Trechiti Bhadadadi, although we said yesterday you can scald kernels of wheat in boiling hot water and can't become chametz after that, it, that is only if you scald one individual kernel at a time. However, Agamara says, Rabbi Yasef said, you're not allowed to actually scald two kernels of wheat at the same time. Why is that? And the Gemara continues on Mem Manalv, Dimma Azul Chada, Vyasma Bitsiri de Chavita, that what would happen is that you'll have one kernel that will sit on top of the other kernel and get into its crevices and its cracks and the bubbling of the boiling water won't reach all of the kernels four sides and therefore it'll come to chimuts and that's not allowed so that's why you have to do one individual kernel at a time says you can't actually singe in fire before we were talking about scalding in hot water here we're talking about fire so therefore there's no water on it but you're actually singeing in fire and he says you can't do that with two stalks of wheat because if you do that then maybe the stalks will actually give out some of the liquid and some of the moisture that's in the stalks itself. It'll go from one stalk to the other, and the other stalk will now become chametz. Amalei Rav, Rav says back to Abayi, if you chayish that the natural moisture of the grain will actually go from one stalk to the other, then Rav asks, even if you only have one stalk, you shouldn't be able to do that. Because maybe some of the natural liquid will drip down from the top of the stalk and go into the bottom of the stalk, and therefore will now make that chametz. Elam Rav Rav says there's no possibility of making a stalk chametz from its own liquid because may pairs to know it's still considered the liquid in the stalk is actually considered may pairs not considered regular water it's only may pairs and like we said before may pairs in the machmitzen and the halach is that fruit juices do not become or not have an ability to make something mamish chametz itself. There's machlekes between Rashi and Tais it becomes chametz naik sure or not but definitely it's not real chametz it's not going to be chayav kars and definitely you shouldn't have a din that you can be for that. And the Gemara says, even though Abayah just said that you shouldn't singe two stalks together, however, Abayah was actually chayza, but not because of Rav's kash, because May Paris in Machmitzen, because actually Abayah's been hold that May Paris is Machmitzen. However, he holds for a different reason. He holds that the only way it's becoming Chamitz is only because some of the liquid will drip down from one of the stalks and go into the other stalk. But since it's in motion and it's going in a downward motion and falling downwards, therefore it's continuously moving. And that's not going to become chametz. It's not going to get into the actual stalk, and it's not going to actually become seeped into it, and therefore it's not going to actually become chametz. And how do we know that he was actually chayza? Because Abayi said, If you have a pitcher which is used to roast or to toast kernels and dry them out, and you put them into the oven in order to do that, so if you put them into this pitcher and you use it and you put it upside down, then it's mutter to do that because what will happen? That the liquid will actually go from the actual stalk and will spill out and fall out of the actual jug. However, if you do it upwards and it's upright, then the liquid will stay in there and therefore will make it also. And that's why in that case it will be also. However, you see from here that if it's going downwards, Abai holds, that would be mutter. And therefore you see Abai was chayza before you said no matter what, you can't put two stalks together. And now you see that Abai is saying it depends how it's happening. If the jug is upright, then there's going to be a problem because
because even though it's Meiperis, Abaya holds Meiperis Machmitzin, and therefore since it's sitting in the Meiperis, it's going to become Chametz. But if it's upside down the jug and the, the actual liquid is going to just pour right out, therefore it doesn't become Chametz. But Rava, Rav Lishitasi says, Afidus Kipanami Shari, even if it would be upright and therefore it's sitting in the Meiperis, it would still be Mutter because Meiperis Nino will Meiperis in Machmitzis as we just explained. And the Gemara now will discuss the concept of Tita. That would be a process where they would soak whole grains in water to make it softer and therefore it would be easier to remove the bran by pounding the grain and therefore it ultimately would make a finer flour. That was a process that was done the entire year. So on that the Gemara says, Tarn we learned, a lightness in the Pesach, they now go and do this process of Lutita, which is soaking the actual sayon, the actual barley in water on Pesach itself because if you're going to do that, it may become chavitz. Vim lotsas, the spaku if you actually did it and you put it in water, then if it splits open, so it, not only did it blow up, and therefore because of the liquid that got inside, it became blown up, but also it also split open, so then it's becoming chametz much quicker, then it's going to be asuras. Lightness back, but if it doesn't actually split open, even though it actually blew up, it's still going to be mutaris. That is the din of the b'risa. But Biasi says, Rabbi Biasi always says, shayim b'chaymitz samitan, that if you see this blowing up and it's about to split open, even if it splits open a little bit, still what you could do is you could place it into vinegar and the vinegar will actually go and seal it up again and therefore you won't have a problem of it coming to Chametz. So Amashmul and Amashmul said in Allah Rabbeisi Allah does not follow the Shita Rabbeisi. Amr Abchista Amr Ma'akful and Nisbako Mamish Alakol Sheilu Manichal Pirkovis Vein Nisbako Yismelein Although the Bryces seem to be saying that if you had barley and you put it in water and you did this process of and it actually blew up and then it seems that it's Nisbako it actually split open it doesn't mean that it split open Mamish it just means that it's blown up so much that if you place it on the top of a barrel of wine and from the smell of the wine it actually would blow up that's considered enough that it's considered us to eat at that point but of course it would be where it was split open that for sure is going to be chavitz here also this would also be chavitz however Shmuel is more makel and Shmuel says it has to actually split open it's not enough that it's so puffed up and so bloated or swelled open that it would break it has to actually be in a state where it actually broke apart and therefore the water will seep inside that Shmuel actually did this and was paskin in this story where it happened when the city of the Bei Bachosh, which was a place, this Bako Mamish, in only a case where it's in Bako Mamish do you say that it's actually Bechamish. But in that story, it actually didn't blow up and actually crack. It only blew up, but it didn't crack open. And therefore Shmuel said over there, Leheta, he was makel and he said that it's not considered Bechamish. As Rashi says, If someone's in Nefesh, Rashi says he's a chassid, he should not do this process of soaking something in water. So, why is it only a Nefesh? We know no one is allowed to do that, as we just said in the Bryce of Tanya. We had the Bryce that we said moments ago. You're now do the process of Latita with Bali on Pesach. The Gemara answers, This is what Rabbi meant to say. That he's not referring to Sarin. Of course, that everyone is us to do, but he meant Nefesh. If you're someone that's a chassid, even something like wheat, not barley, but actual wheat, which is harder and therefore it won't become chametz so quickly, you still can't go and soak that in water. The one that will listen to Abba, to our father, which is Lasha Kashivas Rashi says, but he's referring back to Rabba, that he'll always be eating bread that's spoiled on Pesach because you'll eat very shvacha bread because all bread that's not soaked beforehand is something that has bran on it and therefore it's not such kashmaka bread and therefore he's not going to eat such good bread on Pesach. And the Gemara says, and I'll bring you right, I'm right, that we don't have to listen
listen to Rabbah and we could actually go and soak wheat in water and therefore take off the bran and get better bread, that we saw that the house of Rav Huna, they were in Machmir and they actually went and soaked their chitin in water and Be'er Rav Ba'ravin did the same thing that they soaked their chitin in water itself. Even though the Bryce spoke about it, he can't do it. That, of course, is only by Sarin. But by chitin, you're allowed to do the process of Latita. So now, we just saw a machlekes. Rabbah held that only a Nefesh shouldn't do the process of Latita. She shouldn't soak chitin in water. But Lafi Rabbah, a regular person, can. And Rav Nachman said that there's no such spur at all. Everyone could go and do Latita because even the Hasra of Huna and the Hasra of Rav Ba'avim, which of course they were Hasidim and they were Bali Nefesh, they still did the process of Latita. And therefore, we see that we don't pass on Rabbah. Now, Rabbah says, however, also then not only a Bal Nefesh has to be Machba, but everyone has to say and be Machba because it's actually also to go and do the Prasolitita because it could potentially become Chametz. So Gemara says, El Ahadatani, we have a Bryce that seems to be saying not like that because we said, Ain't like in Pesach. The only thing you can't do Lutita on is Bali. So it's Mashba, Sarin, Hudloi, Hachiti Shari. It's Mashba, only Bali, but not wheat kernels. And as we said moments ago, that it makes sense that Chitin not because Chitin are much harder and therefore they're harder to become Chametz itself. The Gemara he says, no, loimi bayikam. Actually, the is the exact opposite. And it's loimi bayi the brysa. Loimi bayi chita. Of course, by chita, that you actually can't do latita. Kivin ispeit siria, ailubumaya. Since there are actual cracks in a grain of chita, therefore the grain could become chametz because the water will get inside. Avasayu deshi. But since barley is a very smooth type of a bean, therefore, a mashapadami, maybe over there it's good and you could do latita. Kamashmul and the brysa says, even by siren, even by barley, you can't do Lutita process. Hadam Rabbah, then Rabbah said, and he was chayzer from what he just said. So till now, Rabbah just said, it's us, that no one is allowed to do Lutita on Chitin. And then Rabbah came back and says, Multal Lutita, you actually do, could do Lutita. The tiny we have a brysa. Yaitzim and Pastor Kiyah, Vahadra, the Efshad Kiyah, Boy Lutita. I have a raya, because it says in the Mishnah that we had before that you could be Yaitzim, the Kiyah, the Matzah, with fine flour and with coarse flour. But Lemais, it says Pastor Kiyah, you could be Yaitzim, but Lemais, it's impossible to have very fine flour without doing Lutita process. The whole point of Lutita was to make it softer and therefore you'll be able to take it off the entire bran and make it a better flour. So Lakaria, how could that be? It must be that they used to do Lutita and it's mutter to do on Pesach. The Gemara says, a puppy asks a child to rubber. He asks a couple of questions. First he asks as follows, we have a price that says when you have flour or you have fine flour, shall nachim of Gaim, shall kfarim if they live in the small towns done tarim. Why? Because in the small towns it was never Hushlakabatuma, they wouldn't do the Process of Latita, and therefore no water ever got onto it, and therefore it was going to be tar. However, the Kamach and the Seilas that was in the larger cities, Tameim, they become Tameim. Why? Because since a guy has them, and a guy is Becheskas Tameim, and in the larger cities they would do the press of Latita where they would put the grain into water itself, and therefore it would become Hokshul Kabo Tameim. But the Gemara says, the Kfarim, my time, what's the reason the Kfarim? It doesn't become Tameim. Like we explained, they didn't do the process of Latita. The Carly Silas and Silly Seed that said Hakamachim Vasiltais. So you see there was fine flour in the farm, even though they didn't put in water at all. The Gemara says, Taguma Kamacha, Enachami, when it says by the farm that tar, it's not going back that there was soilus in the farm. And this farm they didn't have actual soilus. It's just going back on the beginning of the Bryson, which says Hakamachim is referring to the farm. And when it says Hasiltais, that's going on Krochim, where they actually had fine flour because they did the process of Latita. 
After Rav left the base of Medrash, but Papa felt bad that he didn't remember to ask Rav for the following din. The Amr of Zera, Amr of Yemi, Amr Shmuel, Chita Shomenachas, a light day of Kakarle Israelis. Lemaisa, we have a din that by wheat of the Menachas, which of course couldn't become Chomets, and the din is that you can now do the to them, so therefore they shouldn't become Chomets. And over there, of course, all Menachas are made out of wheat and not out of barley. And of course, but the game Menachas, they're called soils, they were fine flour. And therefore, you see, it's possible to have fine flour even without doing the process of on them. So, Lechera, Papa has a perfect raya against Rav's Yisai because Rav had a Yisai that's mutter to do Tita, and his raya was, since the Bryce says, that we yaitza with Pasnakia and it's Eafshnakia below Tita. And Lechera, Rav Papa is proving that you see from the case of the Mincha that it's possible to have a Pasnakia and Soilis even though you didn't do actually the process of Lutita at all. So, just to recap, Rav first said that it's Asalutas, that means no one is allowed to do Latita on Pesach, not only for Sarim, but even for Chitim. Then Rav says it's Mutter to do Latita. And now the Gemara says, Hadam Rav, a third din that Rav said, and he changed his mind a second time. And he said, Mitzvah Lutas is actually not only Mutter to do Latita, but it's actually preferable to do Latita. Shinam, because it says in the Pasuk, you have to guard your Matzes. Eloi, the Bay Latita, if it's not a such a din, that you actually have to do Latita, or at least you should do Latita, Shimulamai, then what are you actually going to be guarding from? If it didn't get wet, then what's the big deal? If it's dry, then of course it can't become chametz. And if it's from the point where you actually go and need it, then at that point, of course the Torah is telling you to can't make it chametz. That's not going to be a chiddush. So it must be that the chiddush of the Torah is ushmatz matzah. That there's a new din that you need shima l'shem matzah. You need a special shima to guard it that doesn't become chametz in order to be yotze and be mekayim the chiv of matzah on leil seder. And the Gemara continues to explain this because ishim and lisha. If you're going to say the only time you have to do shmira is only from the point when you pour water into the kneading trough with the actual flour and now you're kneading it, shima delisha lav shimahu. Only doing shima from the point when you start kneading it, that's not enough of a shima to be considered the mitzvah of the and matzahs. And I'll bring you right, the Amr Avunu, because Avunu says, but if you have dough of goyim, which means that they already kneaded together and it became a dough, other than Malachi's men, you're allowed to actually eat them. Now, how can you eat dough of akam? Maybe it is chametz. Rashi says, because there were certain things, which we'll learn in the Gemara later, that you could be makaban shalayachmitsu that didn't become chametz yasimadim sheein sham loykanei chagavim v'leichsif upanim that it still has the form that you could notice clearly that it is actually not chametz. In that case, therefore, you're allowed to actually eat as much as you want from these bitzekas of the goyim. However, you're not going to be yotzei your mitzvah on leil pesach of achilus matzah, and therefore, at the end of the meal, when you're already full and you're eating the current pesach, which has to be eaten al seiva, and you have to eat matzah with it, then make sure you eat the kizayis matzah at that point, at the end of the meal, because you'll only be yaitza, yechiva matzah, from matzah that was actually shmura. So the Gemara says, Bahrain in, you see from here, that the only matzah you can be able to use is only the matzah of a Jew, because there it's going to be matzah shmura, and that's why, that's when you can be yaitza, yechiva matzah for leil seda, but but the original amount they ate, which was goyim dough, and that was not done with actual matzah shmura, therefore you're not going to be makayim, your mitzvah of matzah on leil seda. Now my time, and what's the reason? Must be because you didn't do a shima. Now, the Gemara says, Now, what's the big deal? Why do you say that you're not going to be yaitza with the matzah you ate from the guy, even though you got the dough from the guy and it was already a dough and it was already kneaded together? Why don't we just say, just do a shmira and do it l'shem matzah, l'shem matzah of mitzvah, while you're shaping the dough and you're moistening it and then you're placing it oven, and that would be enough to be considered l'shem l'shem mitzvah, and that would be l'shem matzah's matzah's. And a 
Shalav, it must be Shmah Mino. We have a Raya. Shima Meikar Bilan. They need Shima from well before that, even before you started kneading the dough. And therefore, it must be that you should do Latita because once you actually soak the wheat in water, then you'll actually have to rush and make sure you do the matzah in order that it does become chametz, and that will be a kiyum of the mitzvah of Ushmatan and Sumatzas. But the Gemara says, you can't be Mirai Rava from this case of Rav Huna because, or am I, how do you say that this is the case? Dilma Shani and maybe the reason over there that you can't use the guys of matzah and it's not considered Shem Mitzvah because in the Nachos Shima, at the point that it got to the point that you needed to guard it, which was when you mixed the dough with the water, the guy still had it at that point because it says over there, you went and you found the dough of the guy, and therefore was already at the status where the guy had it at a point where he already put water in it. But maybe even Rav Huna would agree that if you went and you bought just flour from a guy and then you yourself poured water in at that point and you actually guarded it from that point, then maybe it's considered a shima and it's considered a shematz and it's considered a shematz and because at that point I was guarding it properly. The Gemara says, even though Rav's raya wasn't a good raya, still Rav wasn't chayza and held. They always have to have shima from the beginning, even prior to becoming a dough. Because he told the people who were the ones who were tying up bundles of wheat and they were turning up the, over the wheat in the field and therefore it potentially could become wet in the field. When you're turning around, make sure you got it and make sure you're thinking that I'm doing it. You see from here he holds, Shima Mekar you need Shima even from the point where you actually have it in the field as stalks you still have to guard it that doesn't become wet and do it L'Shem Mitzvah of Matzah and the Gemara continues and says another Mandam that says the same thing we turn to Memo Beis that his mother would store wheat in large basins like Rashi says she would take all the wheat that was from the beginning of the harvesting and she wanted to use it for Pesach and she made sure to guard it separately from all other in order to make sure that she did L'Shem Mitzvah. And she put them separately for Pesach itself. The Gemara continues with a story. There was a ship, the Chiti, which was filled with wheat, the Tava Bechishta, that actually sunk into a river called Chishta. And Rav said you could sell all the wheat to a guy because it was right before Pesach and he didn't want to sell it to Jews because the Jews won't be able to use it before Pesach. However, he said you could sell it to the Gaim. So the Gemara says, we know if you have a beggar, we had one strand, for example, of linen in a beggar of of wool, and therefore it is kind, but you couldn't find that actual linen, got lost in the beggar. So what should you do? You can't even sell it to a guy. Why? Because we're worried that if you sell it to a guy, maybe he'll sell it to a Jew, and the Jew won't realize it's kind because you won't be able to find it. In addition, you can't make a saddle for your chamar because maybe at some point you'll think and you'll take it and start wearing it as a beggar and you won't realize that there's actually a claim in it. You can make it as a tachrik lamez. Why can you make it tachrik lamez? Rashi says, the mehasam sulay shakalay from there, from tachrik lamez, you're not going to take it and use it. Why? The big day mace asurim ba no. Number one, umez en mitzvah nehegaz. But also, how can you put it on a mace itself? L'chari it's claim. The din is that of course, mitzvahs are not naive by mace. The ksiv be mesem chafshi. We know mesem become chafshi. Kivin shemes adam nasir chafshi in our mitzvahs. Bahani chiti Rashi says, and this wheat, since you can't tell that it's actually chametz because it only got a little bit wet and you're not sure they become chametz, so how could Rubber go and say to sell it to Goy? This guy will go and he'll sell it to a Jew, and the Jew won't realize that at one point it became wet and matter become chametz. As the Gemara says, why can't you sell it to a guy to beg a claim? 
Mishum the Hadam Azvul Yisrael. So here also we should have the problem. Hadam Rava in Chaim Rava is Chayz and says Lizvinu Kabba Kabbal Yisrael. It's better to sell a little bit at a time to a Jews. So you sell to multiple Yidden. Therefore, they'll be able to use it before Pesach. Kehechi the Kali Kami Pischa in order that they should finish it up and completely use it before Pesach itself. Talmud Rabbanon we learned a Milan Sakadei of Pesach. You can't throw some flour into a pot on Pesach itself. If you want to do that, then throw the kemach first, then you throw chametz, and vinegar will make sure that it doesn't become chametz. Some say, even if you put the vinegar into this pot that had some other liquid in first, and then you place the kemach in it, that would also be good enough. The Gemara says, Who is this? Rabbi Yehuda is going to feed the sheet. Rabbi Yehuda, we learned in the Mishnah, if you have a frying pan, or a pot, you now let it take a pot which was on a boiling hot stove and now the pot is boiling and you can't take it off the pot and place spices inside it because you're placing spices into a clearition. However, if you take a pot and afterwards you take that liquid and you pour it into a bowl, then you can take spices and put it into the curry, into the bowl because now it's a klisheni or if you have a serving bowl, that would also work. Rabbi Yudah says you can place spices into any type of food, however, you now let it put spice into any mixture that has vinegar in it or it has brine. And the point is because vinegar is so strong that it will actually cook that thing up and it cooks up the spice even if it's a klusheni. And our b'risa itself, we would say that Rabbi says the same thing as the Yishem because we said, you can also put the vinegar into the pot first and then you can place the flour in it. Now, generally, we would say that the vinegar would get diluted, but we see that the vinegar is so strong that it's still cook up the Kamach and therefore you don't have to worry that it will become Chametz. And the Gemara says, why don't we say that the Yeshem is actually Rabbi Because we learned before, the Tanya we learned on Amenalot, Rabbi Yeshem is Chametz that if you had Bali, that you did Latitan, and therefore now it's swelling up, the din is that throw it into some sort of vinegar, and the vinegar will close it up and cause it that it should stop the process of it becoming Chametz. So Lachari, you see over there also that the Chametz, the vinegar, actually closes something up. The Gemara says, no, Ki over there, Abiesi was talking about specifically how to meal this that we're talking about vinegar that was undiluted, it was the vinegar itself. We don't see from Abiesi the din that if you have diluted vinegar, for example, in this case, where the vinegar was just in a pot together with the other liquids and is therefore diluted, that's still strong enough to go and cook something. But that you see from the Shita of Yehuda. Ula Amaula says, also, it doesn't make a difference if you put the flour in the pot and then the vinegar on top of it, and therefore it should cook it, or if you put the flour in the pot after the vinegar. Like we just said from the Yeshayim, mean, either way it's going to be also Mashum because of Exera Lech Lech Aminu Nazira Schar Schar Lekam Leisikrov. We say Benigayan Nazir, who is also to have wine, so we make all types of Xeras because he's someone that generally is not removed from wine, and therefore the same thing would apply Benigayan Chametz since someone is generally not removed from Chametz and Loy Bodomene during the year, and it's also an Issa of Karis. So therefore we make all types of Xeras, and here also we should make Xera that you shouldn't actually put any flour anywhere because potentially it could be come Chametz so quickly, so even if it has vinegar, either before or after, we're still going to say it's also, just like we said, Benigayah Nazir, we say till Nazir, go away from here, and don't even go near a Karim, here also we'd say, make Xeris. A Papa Charlotte, the bird could be very exclusive, a Papa would be Mata, the bakers of the house of to go and thicken their pots with flour, Rashi says, these flowers were made with oven dried grain, therefore, since it was already dried in an oven, therefore, it couldn't become Chametz at all. Taisha has a different explanation, Ayin Sham. Now, Abu Rav, Rav said that doesn't make sense. He could be mad to them. It could be that he could be mad 
in such a case, in a case like in the Hasra Eshkulusa where there's so many Avadim, if they're Avadim, they're going to get mixed up, they're going to think then since we're matter you to go and place flour into a pot, then we could take regular flour and put it into a pot, and of course that wouldn't be mutter because it wasn't oven-dried grain, and therefore, how can you be matter there? It could have others say that Rav was matter to go and place this actual flour into a pot because he felt it's not going to become chametz, and you don't make it there. And there's a shaila: is Rav going and arguing and saying in a regular house you could do it, but in the house of Rish Kulusa we have avodim you can't do it? Well, he's saying even in a house where there's going to be avodim you still could do it, and we're not going to be chayshish, and we'll stop over here.